Episode of Bubbles and Bitches. This is Brandy and Darnell. Okay, so today we have a kick-ass show because we have on a really sweet guest from Marrying Millions, Katie Hamilton. Dee, did you? She was I, so cute. God, she was so cute. She was so down to earth. I mean, we all have you know our opinions from the show, but I and I and I did like her on the show definitely. But man, I really adore her now. I know she was that she just is a, a is a nice um she's just like a pretty spirit like a kind soul you know what I'm yes. saying yes definitely I mean chatting with her I could talk with we could have had three episodes she was so I, yes. fun and like so easy to talk with I know and when we ended it I just I had so much more to ask her because I had a big outline but uh, you know, we were already on the phone for almost an hour, and I thought, she doesn't, she's got to go. <laughs> I know, she has to go, girl. Time is money, okay? <laughs> but you guys, if you well, if you have not watched, yeah, but if you haven't watched Marrying Millions, jump on it. It's on Lifetime right now. You can totally just, you know, get it on demand. It is, I actually really enjoyed the show. I, you know, I did too. It was, it was, some of it was a bit of a train wreck. I'm like, yes. are, it's kind of like a 90 day fiance type of thing where you're like, what the hell is going on here? Which is why I enjoyed it. I couldn't stop watching. I know. Hey, I got to be honest. Even Greg watched it with me. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> I know Randy was watching it too. And he's like, um, he, you know, I mean, he had some of his, not his fate. I won't say his favorite couples, but he definitely had some of the couples on there. He was like, oh my God. Like, this really like this is what's happening <laughs> well you first of all we're we're you know katie hamilton and colton you know katie is a doll she's sweet uh yeah, through the whole show though i'm not like i i just i think their vibe is a little off but i think it's also because she's protecting him yes and like like she mentioned in the interview that you guys are going to hear pretty soon um, you know, he had never been on reality TV and she had, so she kind of knew what she was getting into. So yeah, she did feel that she had to kind of protect him a little bit. And she said that she had to hold back a lot, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now just going through the other couples real quick before we let them listen to this episode. Uh, okay, girl, why does Brian talk like that? I don't <laughs> I don't know. I asked Randy. I said, Randy, look at this. Look at look at how he's talking. I said, what? Why is he talking like this? This isn't like a an accent or something. Like, what's going on? Like, well, I honestly thought something mentally was wrong with him, and so I asked Randy. Yeah. Like, you know what's going on here? She's like, what? no, but whatever like, it is, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did Gentile? Like, why? I'm like, girl listen to your friends they are telling you like you should not be with this person I'm not even gonna say a man because he's god he was just he was even like rude to her at points and I'm like um what are you bringing to the table man okay not only that but he's just not he's not um 
he's not mature and he's older. You know, he's 48, but he acts. He's older than her. Yeah. I know. I know. And I, you know, I just, I also felt like Katie was so misplaced in this show because I, I feel like she needs to have bigger and better things. Yeah. Like, well, what we, what we found out when we were chatting with her is there was so much that was not shown so much, not told on the, 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 the series, you know, and like yeah, we're talking with her, like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And talking with her, like you just find out so much more and you get to know her, you know? So yes. the show definitely like she needs, she needs something where we can see her and hear her and listen to everything she has to say. You know, this is a woman that, and by the way, you guys, she was on season 10 of Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, and, uh, what I thought was she kind of needs a platform like that because she's coming out of this tumultuous marriage where there was just, you know, addiction and Mm -hmm. cheating, lies and deceit. And she was there to pick up the pieces time and time again with this dude. Right. You know, with addiction for kids. Yeah, no, and that says a lot about a person, a man, a woman. It says a lot about someone yeah. who was able to do that, you know, to pick up the pieces time and time again. And she, and even on the episode, you know, she said she didn't want to be di- divorced. Like, she still wanted to work on their marriage, you know. I mean, it says a lot about somebody. Well, and you know what I was thinking this whole time, and I didn't I didn't bring it up because we ran out of time, but I could totally picture them getting back together down the road. Mm. That don't would you be a feel great. Like still, a, don't you feel yeah. like they kind of are still in love? Yeah, that would be like, well, you know, I mean, I don't want to give too much away because the episode's coming up, but like, they didn't really want to get divorced. Like, I know. Which I I'm know glad she shared that because, you know, we didn't know all of that kind of inside stuff. So it was, yeah. it was really, really good to just chat with her and get to know her. And man, I can't wait for our next call with her. <laughs> I know she she was um the, I I I don't know I just really I just think that she kind of deserves her own spotlight at this point because she's mm-hmm. such a kind person. But you know, yeah. good good karma's coming coming her way. She will get oh definitely she'll get she'll get some more opportunity. You know, she's pretty. She's made of millions, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's attractive on the eye in itself, both of those categories. Definitely, and then, right? And then you throw in her personality. She reminds me a lot of like a Stephanie in Dallas and yeah. in her own way. But on top of that, how strong she is for raising these kids. Yeah, raising them on her it's, own through all those hard yes. for sure. Yes. And just... yeah. It's just kind of exciting to see some, but like, it's kind of like a phoenix, you know what I mean? Rising, she's yes. just like getting her time now and liking herself and. She's finally like able to come she, into she her own. That. Yeah, she's able to come into her own, focus on herself. I mean, yes, yeah, she still has babies that she's raising, of course, that's her number one priority, but she actually has a chance to focus on herself, love herself you know, appreciate, you know, what, who she really is and like kind of give yourself a little pat on the back, you know, and know, and know more about herself. And yes, it's just, there's something when you reach your late 
thirties and your forties and stuff, it just, and you could feel it now, D, after having Max and stuff, something just shifts and you just really start to like your person. Yes, I agree. You, that, well, I think, you know, when you start getting into your mid to late thirties, like that's when you really do start to like know yourself. Like you're like, oh yeah, this is who I am. Like, you know, your twenties, you're figuring it out, but like really your thirties, you're like, all right, I like who I am. I know who I am. I need to work on this. You can really, really start like enjoying your life. Yeah. Well, that but was overall. So yeah. did that interview. Me too. Overall, I have to say, I really, really like her. I thought she was so down to earth, extremely likable. I mean, we could have kept chatting, like I said, for like two more episodes. I really yeah. liked getting to know her. I I feel like I still don't like. You, who's who's us to say who who is to say who she belongs with and and stuff like that right mm-hmm. but i just feel in my i feel in my heart that she i i don't know how to say it besides being freaking rude you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. i just feel like she's kind of above and beyond colton um but again who the fuck am i to say you know anything about right. who who are we to say of course you know i mean ultimately we want the best for her um, she is a very lovely person, and whatever and I have no the best doubt. for her means, no yeah, no yeah. Well, that was so good. I hope that you guys, was... yeah. Go ahead, Lee. Oh, I was gonna say so. I hope you guys really enjoy the interview that we did with the lovely Katie Hamilton. I know, <laughs> I know. She's she's a doll, and that's that's it. We're gonna wrap it up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I I just had I had Reiki today with Brooke and uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just told I just told Darnell earlier today I am it was the weirdest session of Reiki I have ever had I felt like my head was maybe gonna explode it was very bizarre and when I got up from the table I felt drunk oh my goodness I, yes I have never had a session like this before ever and I mean um, we've both had sessions I mean you had a you had a very intense session and I had one similar where there was like some kind of not demon but there was some kind of entity like draining us and she had to remove so for this to be like your your craziest session like wow I know and I had two I had two chain two what cords they're called cords so she had to cut cords to two um entities and one was somebody that i know and mm-hmm. um and she said that y- you just right now that relationship is is done and it's no wishing ill will it is just time to move on and never never really speak to that person again so it's it, and and um but she said that the energy that I was feeling, it wasn't even really the chords. It was, it was me dealing with a little regression of past life. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. It was very, it was very bizarre. And I seriously, I am exhausted and I'm just downing water. I can't get enough water. And and Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never felt this before at all. This is very weird. Uh, And so she did I know she did tell me that if I um, 
if I need to talk to her, you know, in a day or two, if I'm still not feeling grounded, that uh, she could do, she'll come and do, you know, she said we could do something over the phone just to kind of help you, your energy be dispersed in the correct areas. I was basically, I was blocked from the sacral, no, not the sacral, the one above it. What's that one? The main one? Solar plexus. Yeah. Yeah. Blocked from there down. And my energy basically, my energy basically was just shoved at the top and it didn't know what, like it didn't know what to do. And it gives you, it gives you like angst and like a fight or flight syndrome. And that's Mm. exactly what I felt in that session. I felt like I was fighting to breathe. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's super, super intense. I know when oh. I had my last session with her, she was like clearing out some really bad energy for me. And like, it was funny because afterwards she was like, were you even breathing during that session? Because I was like yeah. so tense. I was almost like holding my breath. She was like, I was getting nervous. Like, are you breathing? Like, <laughs> are you dead? Yes. Like, <laughs> I know. That's how I felt. And I kept doing like, um, like huge breaths, like, <gasps> You know, like mm-hmm. that, I kept doing that in there because I felt like I couldn't catch my breath. And I'm like, yes. wow. on? I just, it was so, it was, um, it just was not feel it like my, I wasn't feeling right. And so mm-hmm. I do feel, I do feel better now, but it really did catch me by surprise. 100%. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, um, you didn't necessarily didn't have that kind of, yes, I was going to say, you didn't have that necessary you didn't necessarily have that energy going into this session. You were just going to kind of get cleansed and get centered and, you know, refocused. But I think this was all like some underlying things. Yes, it was. So wow. it was very, it was bizarre. So I'll, I'll let you know how I feel tomorrow, but. Um, Definitely let <laughs> me know. And then also if you have any dreams, I always have the craziest dreams after Reiki. So maybe you're going to have some good, Ooh. some good, podcast dreams <laughs> oh that's good maybe I will and maybe I'll um maybe I'll share a little bit more on patreon or something of what of you know the cord cutting and stuff maybe I'll right. do that yes yeah that's a good idea join patreon five bucks a month I know five <laughs> get your patreon on. <laughs> well hey we've gotten we've gotten quite a few new patreon members in the past we did week, we did so we did. So that was pretty that was pretty cool. I just want to say thank you to everybody that is on Patreon and um and enjoy this episode with Katie Hamilton. You guys will love her. Seriously you will. You will. All right, Dee. Well have a good rest of the week and I love you girl and enjoy this episode, people. And I love you and I love all our listeners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, Ditto. I'll talk to you soon. All righty. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Brandy and Darnell. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you all? Good. Oh, very good. Can you guys hear me okay? So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We okay, can. cool. Awesome. Um, Thank so, you so much for coming on the show. I oh, my goodness. Thanks for having me. <laughs> We're fans of Heather Dubrow, so we totally oh. listen to you on hers. Oh, I love her. She is just one of the most kind, generous, gracious women and so thoughtful like that that I've ever met. She's really 
she is such a kind soul. And I'm a huge fan of hers as well. (laughs) You, well, you are a kind soul too. You, you, I could see how you guys mesh well, you know? Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And I could also see, I could also see why you, I don't know if, like, Housewives would be good for you and her, thinking back on it, even though I do miss her on there. I don't know. I feel like such, you guys are kind of, like, wholesome time. for that. <laughs> kind of, we're kind of what? What did you say? I too wholesome. Like too wholesome for that something. <laughs> well, you know, I was really able to just be 1,000% myself the entire time we filmed, and, and Heather is, too. Um, I know she had a tr- like a, a trying season, uh, the previous season, uh, before the one that we filmed together and yeah. definitely had, had some second thoughts about going on the show, but she was like, okay, well, if you're going to do it, then I'll do it. I was like, well, yeah, if I'm going to do it, you got to do it. You know, it was yeah. kind of like we both were, you know, wanting to see if the other one you know was going to be all in but when we filmed she and I just we got along so seamlessly but there was still plenty of like I feel like interest and content with you know all of the other women and all of the different personalities but there was not like personal friction even though there was a lot of interest there between she and I so it was honestly I feel like that whole cast was a match made in heaven and the you know, all of the footage that didn't get to be aired was such a, it was just so disappointing and such a bummer because we all had, you know, put in so much blood, sweat, and tears, so many hours, so much effort. So for it to just not, you know, ever be able to be aired, it was, it was a bummer for everybody, but I will say Bravo and Evolution Media, which was the studio that filmed it, they were so wonderful to me. And I'm, I mean, I will always be so grateful for them being in my life during that, that season of time that was ultimately extremely difficult, but yeah, I was like a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah, that was a very, um, it was a distraction for what was going on at the time. And you probably were like, I need this for a freaking break, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was, there was a lot that I, because I didn't understand what was happening um, in my divorce at the, you know, at the time, it took me like four or five months to really, uh, maybe four months to really figure everything out because it was so bizarre. And like, honestly, if it hadn't happened to me, I would have a very hard time believing it. I mean, it was that just out of left field and it was just so freaking weird. Um, But because I didn't understand it at the time, I was, you know, filming these scenes with a very heavy heart and heavy mind, but I, I didn't talk yeah. about all of that on yeah. the show. Um, so I, I mean, I can't say that it was necessarily a breath of fresh air. It was, there was definitely a lot of challenges that came with it, but it was the friendships and the women that really were, what was the breath of fresh air for me? I mean, I had so much support and that's what I needed. So right. I'm yeah. extremely grateful. Yeah, and we say um, we say Orange County that really when the the season that you were on, and then with Heather, like that's really when Orange County was at its one at, a, at its one of like the top peaks, and then from there it just like went down. 
Well, you know, I I rarely have time to watch TV. I mean, I try to catch as much as I can, but like single motherhood is no joke. It is, you know, it's so oh my God. so on. Um, it is that you know, I I appreciate you saying that very much. I I do need to catch up. I know a season, you know, recently started. I think they just filmed the reunion. Um, but I need to I need to tune in and figure out what's what's happening with everybody. I feel so out of the loop. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> I you know no you know what it it's not Katie. I I say don't watch it. <laughs> I, I know really. That's what you say. Yeah. Okay. You can well, skip it. You, you should watch Dallas. <laughs> okay. I you know what I watched Dallas for the first time. Um, I I kind of binge watched it because I hadn't seen any of Dallas. So I watched all of last season uh, before the premiere of this season. Um, my kids were at their dad's and, you know, I just kind of like put it on while I was getting ready for different, you know, different things on my phone. Like that's the only time I really ever have time to actually watch stuff. And usually I'm like, you know, listening to podcasts or like catching up on the news or, you know, something. But I really wanted to figure out what was you know, what was happening in the city that I'm living in with the Real Housewives. So <laughs> there is a lot of drama on that one. Oh, my yes. word. There, there <laughs> is. Like, what the heck? They have, they literally have zero events ever, at least not that I've seen in the, in the last season, which is all I've ever watched. Um, they, I don't think they had one event without some massive breakdown and, and drama. I was like, these, these ladies. I don't know. I'd like to meet them and have a sit down, <laughs> like figure out, you know, what, why? Yeah, it, why? Was, it was a lot. I I did love seeing you on, you know, on Mar- uh, marrying millions. However, I would love to see you even more on some Dallas Housewives. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I've had so many people say that and you know I the the thing is like a lot of these women and I have been at the same events um but we've never interacted we just like you know I've been there with you know my my friends or whatever and then you know they've been there so I know that we have a lot of friends in common it's just been like a matter of time I think before our paths eventually crossed um but who knows you know never say never so I guess we'll (laughs) we'll see if it if it happens one of these days well, I definitely am crossing my fingers for that because I think that they could use you. I think yeah. you and Stephanie would really, really hit it off. That's, that's, that's actually somebody that I, when I look at the show, she's the person that I'm most like resonate with. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, right. feel like I kind of get her and, or at least her character on the show. Uh, so it's funny that you say that. And I, I have to agree. Yes, a hundred percent. Now with marrying millions, tell us, I need to know like how you even signed on with this. Like what, what was the deal? (laughs) What was going through your head, Katie? Um, You know, I will (laughs) tell you, (laughs) it's definitely been a different animal than Royal Housewives or really any other, you know, television I've done, which is, you know, even when I was married, my ex-husband and I did, just it was more like random that we did a few different reality shows and then of course we did you know um it's me except for ESPN and HBO and all of that but yeah this is definitely not something I 
it, it was def- it was different. I will say that it was very different than what I was expecting, and it was different just across the board. And I don't know if it's more in in line with traditional reality television or if maybe this is the exception to the rule. But if it's not the exception, it it was at least in my experience. Um, how did so they? Uh huh. Yeah. How did they approach you? How did they like present it to you? So in on, on Instagram, you know, they split into my DMs. Casting did. <laughs> and at the time, <laughs> at the time, Colton and I like had just kind of started talking. It had been a few weeks, and I didn't say anything to him when I got the DM. Like I didn't think we were gonna be anything serious at all. Like I just. You know, I just kind of thought, okay, well, he's nice and this is cute, but, you know, it's not going to be anything. Um, And I was actually really sick at the time. So I remember I had terrible laryngitis. I mean, I could not make words. I ended up, like, just responding and said, you know, thanks for your message. I'm actually under the weather right now, but maybe we can get back in touch in a couple of months. And really, she just said that they were... Um, making a show about people with different in different seasons of life in relationships or something like kind of along those lines, and that you know finances would be a, an aspect of it. But when we so fast forward a couple of months, Colton, you know, had continued, you know, pursuing me. Really was not going to take no for an answer on at least like letting like me giving him a shot. Which, you know, on one hand, I I was like again thought well that's kind of cute you know but didn't put that much stock in it and on the other hand I was a little bit taken back and kind of surprised that he was really challenging me because there's just not that many people in my life that I feel like challenge me you know at least not in a way that gets my attention and Uh he because of his persistence it definitely got my attention and you know I said okay well like we'll just see where things go and just you know give this a chance, but like, I'm not making any promises. Um, and then, and also, how long, the, how long had you been single beforehand? Oh, I've been, I've been single the, for four years. My, my divorce okay. was final four years ago in August. And I, I had gone out on a couple of dates with different people, but like literally after one or two dates, that was it. And, and they were singular events. There was no, I had I have had not been in a relationship since my divorce. Um gotcha. and you know, it's it is challenging dating with kids. But well I can get to that in a minute. Um so anyway, to to fast let me just wrap this up and land the plane. Uh I kind of <laughs> off the cuff said <laughs> sorry. I kind of off the cuff said, Oh, hey, do you wanna do a reality show with me? Uh or something like that because they had reached back out to me and I guess they were already in production and he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know? And he was like, no, for real, let's do it. And I was like, well, like, I don't know if we're going to do it, but we can, like, I can respond and maybe we can see how the casting process goes. But the casting process was so fast. It was literally like, I mean, it was like maybe 10 days. We had a couple Skype interviews and that was it they called and said, you know, we would love for you to be on the show. So I still didn't know that it was so focused on money until the first week that we filmed. And then I was like, Oh, hold up. I, this is no, no, this is not happening. I'm, I'm out of here. Thank you so much, but no, thank you. Because it made me so uncomfortable. I was like, I don't talk like this. I don't, 
I could give two craps, like, what kind of car you drive. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you car, it was not a big deal to me, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. That was, like, yeah. I watched it back. With half what happened? Half, like, like, clean your car, dude. Like, it was so <laughs> bad. Like, that, like I mean, <laughs> at least take care of what you have. I mean, and yeah. listen, I can, I can make a mess just as fast as anybody you know, I can destroy a, a room, my bathroom, you know, I'm, it's, con- it's constantly, I'm always in that mode of trying to clean up my own messes, you know, forget about cleaning up after my kids. But, you know, I still, his car was excessively <laughs> dirty. So, so di- um, but so anyway, it just made me uncomfortable. And they said, well, you know, it's just going to be like this in the beginning. We're having to kind of, you know, tell some of your backstory. And, for the most part that was that was accurate for the most part they did let me be myself um but I did feel like with Colton because he had never done television before I I did feel like I was kind of almost held back on camera a little bit I didn't want to run ahead of him I wasn't sure how comfortable he was so you know it was yeah it was an okay experience I don't you know if if there's ever any more of Mary Millions that we're involved with, I'm hoping that the second season is a little better personally, but you know, I mean, it is, it is what it is. And just one of those life experiences that you just take the good and, and leave the bad and keep on going. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's an opportunity, you know what I'm saying? So I will do it too. It's an opportunity. For sure. Uh, I mean, that's kind, that's kind of how I, I looked at it. I mean, obviously, it, it still was a lot different than I was anticipating. Um, but, you know, life is unpredictable. It, you know, you got to roll with the punches sometimes. And, you know, like I said, take the good from it and, you know, leave the bad and, and just keep going. Yeah. A lot so, of our listeners did ask if there was going to be a second season because it actually was it was a really interesting show. Like it was different, you know, we hadn't seen like this, these, these stories portrayed on, you know, reality TV yet. So it was, it was different and people really liked it and they liked you and Colton. And, you know, I mean, I hope there's a second season and you guys can can do it, but um, it was just, it was very interesting to see the side. Yeah. I think new shows like pilot seasons are always tough. Um, both yeah. for the, you know, network and studio, as well as the, you know, the cast, just because you're all kind of getting your footing, like learning each other, um, learning what your viewers, you know, are wanting to see what the, all the different storylines are going to be. Plus, like, you know, trying to live out your own lives on camera as best you can and tell like your truth. So I, I definitely think there is a lot of challenges with, um, having a successful or even semi-successful pilot season of any new show. But I do think Mary Millions was, you know, pretty well received. Um, you know, my, it wasn't, daughter, wasn't it one of the, isn't it the highest rated thing on lifetime right now? On what, lifetime. What, I think so. <laughs> it, I, I think it was up there. I, I don't think it necessarily, you know, beat out. Was it, is it love it, love at first sight or married at first sight? Um, I think that might be, I think that might be their highest rated, but I did get an email just like, you know, on a, like a Google alert for Mary Millions that said that they had the, the, the season finale was 
ranked pretty high up there. So that's, you know, I mean, that's definitely trending in the right direction. If, you know, if they're hopeful for a second season, I think that there's definitely the possibility. So but who knows? everybody <laughs> wants to know if everybody needs to know if you're still with Colton now. Yes. So I will say, I mean, I'm, I'm taking, like, actually, I've been taking a few weeks to just try to figure things out. It, it is hard to date with kids. I mean, I'm not saying, no, we're not going to, you know, continue pursuing things because I know he wants to. And I'm just, I'm still trying to get the hang of dating. My kids started school, you know, in, in August. And you know, it's busy. We have cheer for yeah. two of my kids. One of my girls is in basketball. You know, my oldest daughter, I just moved her to LA. She's there modeling. So I, I, I'm spread pretty thin and I have a lot of moving parts and I'm just trying to, to figure out if, you know, if I can practically have a relationship and, and if I feel like Colton is going to be, um, like if it's fair to him, you know, I mean, yeah. he definitely, he mm-hmm. definitely wants to, you know, hang in there and, you know, I, he's a, such a nice guy. Um, but I just told him, like, I just need to, to just see how this month goes and just let me kind of get my bearings and see, you know, how I feel. So, I mean, it's peaks and valleys, I would say, okay. which I know okay. is, you know, kind of sometimes how relationships go, but, you know, I mean, I would, and it also, it's been hard with my family, you know, they're, they're definitely not team Colton. There was so much that y'all, that did not get shown on the show. I cannot even believe that like my, there was this whole big drama with my sister, who's one of my best friends and her husband. And like, none of that got shown, but it was so much more dramatic in real life than what was ever played out. Um, so you know, does your that's, that's, still feel strong right now? Is she still, are you and her okay um, or what's going on? I would say she's, no, she's not in favor of it. And, you know, on one hand, I do get it. Like I, I do get my family's perspective. Like being a mom, I look at things from like a parent perspective, but I'm also a daughter and a sister. So I, I see things from that perspective as well, which it's, it's a blessing and a curse to see things from every different angle. And I know what they're wanting for me. And I know they experienced kind of with me, all of the stuff that I went through with my marriage and my divorce. And they just want me to be with somebody that is, that they feel like able on it, like kind of Mm -hmm. like, yeah, equal playing field, stable, mature. And I do get that. And then on the other hand, you know, I see like Colton is very kind and uh, just, you know, I mean, he's so all in that I would feel really bad to just be like, yeah, you know, thanks, but no thanks, Mm -hmm. you know, because we have gone through, you know, like he's really put in a lot of time and effort. you know, but he does seem defi- he, he does seem very sweet and genuine and just like he really does have a good heart. Like when he, he you know he when he's sharing he's his totally stories, good. like I was like crying on the couch listening to his story. Like he really is like he's a good he's a good man. He's a good person, you know, deep down. He he is. Yeah. I just you know, I I am just wondering if he's got the maturity that it's gonna take. 
I, mm-hmm. I, you know how I said that I kind of felt like I was held back a little on the show, just yeah. that I was holding myself back. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to do that in my life in general, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a little yeah. microcosm of like the whole picture. So I just, I think that, you know, the the end of the story hasn't quite been written yet, you know, just like whatever. Um, it hasn't played out all, all the way. So there's still some, some question marks for me and I'm just kind of taking a day at a time and seeing seeing how things go but I can't tell you that I don't have reservations because I do yeah I you know watching the show I really of course like I felt both ways I felt like your mom I did to be honest mm-hmm. and then I yeah no I I get it and but then when I see you and you get upset and you really who's anybody to say Mm-hmm. Who you can love, you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, now I understand Katie too. So, yeah, I I feel like there's a part of me because I have no family here in Texas. Um, so there's you know a part of me that sees someone that's willing to, um, you know, be there for like emotional support and 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 trust me, I am definitely not a relationship person. Like I do not need to be in a relationship. I don't. I don't I, I really like my my alone time. I like time with myself. I love obviously to be with my kids, but I'm not, I'm not a like a relationship person that you know at, at all. So it's definitely a stretch for me on one hand to you know give up whatever free time I do have to put into a relationship. Um, yeah. which I think people thought maybe I was just desperate to be with someone, which is just not the case at all. Um, you know, but on one hand, I don't have any family here in Texas, so it has been nice having someone kind of in, in my corner here in this area, just with emotional support. Um, you know, but on the other hand, at the same time, like I'm thinking about, um, you know, my family, their concerns, there was also a part of me that was so surprised by how negative they were just because they have seen everything I've gone through. And yeah. I was kind of thinking they might just be happy if I was happy and like, who cares if I'm dating somebody younger? Like I, yeah, I didn't really think that was that big of a deal. Um, but you know, evidently it, it is a big deal. So, you know, I, I don't know. I was definitely thrown for a loop about that because I just thought that they would support me period, regardless of, you know, they would just be a supporter of me. Um, and if well, that meant and my it's relationship like the also, lot- then yeah, well, yeah. I and I, it's also like you just give me a break, you know. I need <laughs> I've had I've had a rough go at it. <laughs> and four yes. years is like I need a break and I'm having a good time. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I really I honestly like I just didn't think any of it was as serious as it it ended up being like I in my mind, it it wasn't going to be this great big life drama of of mine, you know, that it turned out being. And, you know, my mom's concerns with my kids, which I get, and I actually really appreciate that. And I would, I, I told my mother, I don't think this is on the show, but if, you know, if Colton and I hadn't become friends, and by the way, he and Julia only became friends after Colton and I met, like we all met the same night. And Colton just kept coming back over to the house 
in the weeks that followed, just just trying to hang out with me. Now, he and Julia definitely formed a friendship um, in those weeks that followed, but that was an hour. You know what? I did not portray that at all correctly. I I know. And that pissed me off, just to tell you, just to let you know. I was so mad. You know, because I'm like, okay, as if it's not bad enough, I'm dating somebody younger, and there is this big financial gap, and I've got kids, and he doesn't. Like, now you're going to play it up like it's my daughter's BFF. Like, no, yes. hell no, get a life, and that is not okay. I was, you know, I was very anxious to get that clarified, like, as soon as possible. And, you know, thankfully, after the show started airing, they were like, well, you can, you know, you can clarify that. I was like, okay, good, because I'm, I'm going to need, be needing to clarify that. Uh, yeah. it, just, it just made me look so out there. And I was not, it, it was not cool. That was not cool at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did make it seem like, like Colton and your daughter, Julia, that they were like friends for a long time. They, they had a very close friendship. And, you know, so, uh, yeah, I think you, you definitely need to go and set the record straight. It makes sense, you know. I've been trying to. I don't think it's translating into, you know, it it, it hasn't translated yet. So (laughs) if you all have any advice on me, like for me, (laughs) on how to exactly set that straight, I would really, I would be so happy. (laughs) I would take it to heart. Yes, uh, yes. What um, what was the best thing about dating somebody younger, and what was what was the challenge also, like both sides of it? Um, I, the best thing about, I, I can't really say it's dating somebody younger, but just dating some, just dating someone is, you know, as I said earlier, just having emotional support, like having somebody that, you know, has your back, that's in your corner, you know, that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can vent to, that that kind of thing. Um, yeah. As far as the challenges, like there are just so many you know, so many, some that, you know, are out of my control and some that are very much in my control, but I haven't really figured out how, how I feel about them. And what and I think that is, want to carry it you on know, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm 38 now and there's some things that I'm just very set in my ways about. And when I was married, I truly, truly poured my heart and soul into that marriage. And I, I never quit. I never gave up. I always offered reconciliation, like even until our, the day our divorce was rendered. Um, so knowing that I did that the entire, I saw it the whole way through and never said, no, I'm done. Even, even when I wanted to, and if I said it, you know, for like a couple hours, which was one night that, you know, night my ex-husband relapsed for the final time we were married. Um, yeah. You know, I got my head right back in the game and decided, no, I'm going to keep going. My kids deserve the the best that I can give them. I don't want to wake up when I'm 80 and think that, you know, I didn't give my marriage everything I had. So I, I know that I, I did every single thing I could do to keep that together. And even, even though at the end of the day, you know, divorce was what happened, I didn't choose that. And, you know, at, coming out, you know, on the other side of that, I, I am, I compromised so much when I was married. It was always, I was always compromising. I felt like I was always kind of cleaning up messes that I didn't make. Um, so on the back side of that, at this season of life, I don't, there's a lot I don't have to compromise on, you know, aside from my kids and, you know, being a parent, if I want to, you know, 
have a bowl of cereal for dinner or, you know, <laughs> lay in bed and watch a movie at 10 o'clock at night. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's whatever I feel like doing. And yes, there's yeah. part of me that is like, do I really want to, to compromise things in, in my life at this stage? And I, there's some things that I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to share my bedroom. I don't want to share my bathroom. I don't want to share my closet, <laughs> um, you know, and until I'm ready. I don't either. Yeah. Now, I, yeah, <laughs> you get it. Until I'm ready, like mar- getting remarried is not going to be something I'm ready to do right now. Yeah. So, and no, I don't that's, know that's if that's good. I don't know if that's because of the person I'm dating or have been dating, or if it's just that I'm just not ready, you know. And yeah. I, I don't have the answer to that, but I'm something I'm still trying to figure out and still trying to walk through those unknown waters and see, you know, see what what happens and how it plays out and how I feel in a month from now and in five months from now and a year from now. And, you know, I guess right. we'll see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So speaking of your ex-husband, has he commented on you being on the reality show? Has he seen it? Oh, have you heard yeah. anything from him? <laughs> I, I talk to him all the time, actually. Um. You know, he doesn't, I'm, I mean, regardless of, what he would say ever publicly or whatever he does not want to see his ex-wife dating anyone ever and he was very uh bothered by the fact that I was dating anybody that of course that I went on a show about it and so he was like well I hope you don't want the kids to be on the show because they're not going to be on that show but conveniently they were on television for his induction into the Rangers Hall of Fame a couple of months ago. So oh, I was like, I said, it's funny how that works. Like they can go on TV <laughs> for your career, but not for mine. Not for yours. Uh, right. But you know what? With him, I just, I really pick my battles. What, like I'm very, I let a lot of stuff go because at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to be, you know, co-parenting him and he's going to be in my kids' lives forever. So, which means, you know, to some degree, he's going to be in my life. And I, I, yeah. I always wanted him to just have as, as great of life as he can. I want him to be as happy as he, you know, could ever be. And I want him and my kids to have a good relationship. And there's so much work to be done in that department that I, I just feel like, you know, whatever issues I ha- have or could have, you know, they're just really not, they're not a big enough deal to me to potentially hinder uh, the relationship that he has with my girls. So I try to do everything I can to support that and to support him, even if I know he's maybe not necessarily supportive of what's going on in my life because of his own personal feelings. Um, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I can kind of like put it to the side and focus on like what's actually important and you know well my kids we only get one chance to raise them so when I'm you know when my youngest is 18 I'll be I'll be you know 38 I mean 48 and I'll still have you know hopefully a good long chunk of life left to date whoever I want and I you know I actually told him this at the football game Friday night we were having to talk about Colton about you know dating about the show you know, if I was going to, you know, do more of the show, what did I think? And, you know, it's, I just don't think any man wants to see his ex dating is is really whether, whether or not there's still feelings there or not. I don't think that really even matters. I just think it's a man thing. 
So, but he's, you know, but he and I, we do get along, you know, pretty well. And I'm very thankful for that. He has, you know, he he has a, a, a tough, a tough journey that, that he travels with his, you know, trying to stay sober and all that. And it's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to watch sometimes and not, you know, be able to, to help him. Um, just because, yeah. you know, I'm an ex now. So and you've I been, do but you've been helping him the most oh, part of my life. Absolutely. I mean, that must be a weird situation for you to not, to not cut in like you used to. I don't, well, you know, I mean, I, I know him better than probably than he knows himself, but most definitely yes, better than anyone else on the planet. And, you know, I, I kind of still can feel whatever he's feeling, even, even if it's from a distance. So I know in my heart, whenever he's struggling, I know whenever he's doing well. And it's just been one of those things where I've had to, as I did when I was married, you know, you have to take your hands off. We don't, we can't control what we can't control. I know. Start, you know, in in the show, not in the show, but. It really does come across, Katie, that, and I just felt for you during this period of time when you talk about him and you get vulnerable and raw and your emotions start going, it really feels, it's just sadness. It's like sadness that it didn't work out. I feel like you, you would still, if it were up to you, you would still have your family intact. Oh, most if definitely. Could, if if he could be a healthy person, you know, and it's just, yeah. I felt that, you know, and you, you can feel in your voice that you really, you know, poured your blood, sweat, and tears into him. Yeah, I did. You, went through you gave all you had. Uh, I did, and I really appreciate you saying that. And there, you know, like I said about my family drama that the show didn't ever, you know, air, there was a lot about my marriage and about, you know, my divorce and a lot of like, I mean, we talk about emotional, like they didn't show even a fraction of what was actually shared. And they should you know, have. I don't know if it they was. They really should have. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I feel like that. I feel that way too, just because it would have been a more complete picture of, of everything, you know, a more 360 degree view. But, um, you know, as far as keeping my family intact, a million percent, you know, I didn't do the divorce, obviously. But the weird thing is that Josh didn't do the divorce either. He gave his power of attorney to a quote friend who he's no longer friends with. And that man filed for divorce from me. And, you know, it was when Josh was coming off of a relapse and coming out of general anesthesia from a surgery. And, you know, of course, Josh had to still like let it all happen, you know, but whenever he relapses, he totally takes, he makes you take the reins. And in years past, it would always be him making me take the reins, even though, you know, ultimately he would be resentful of that choice, you know, whenever it would circle back around. Um, in this scenario, he gave the reins over to this, this man and, you know, then ultimately Josh ended up marrying that man's sister and they were married for like three months and now they've been divorced for two years. But, um, 
that was something that to me was just so unfortunate because not only was it not my choosing, I knew it wasn't Josh's choosing. I knew what was happening, even though he allowed it to happen. And that's definitely on him. Um, I also, at the same time, I know how he operates and I know whenever he it feels like he's out of control and he can't make a, a good choice. So he has somebody mm-hmm. else make choices for him. And, you know, which I, is, I which was that. you, which was you. De- de- yes, it was, yeah. you know, but it wouldn't even have been my, like, I still would never have chosen to make choices for him. But like, as a supportive wife, you know, you're just trying to, to honor your husband and do whatever, is it's like what and what you know he feels like is best and so you just try to you know you just do the best that you can and sometimes you get it right and sometimes you don't but you know the whole divorce was such a such a bizarre circumstance that that's I felt like that was just so unfortunate we had we had lived through a crack addiction um so many relapses infidelity like all of those things that our marriage had healed so well and literally two weeks before, you know, he was like writing me love letters. We'd gone to Bora Bora for our 10, 10 year anniversary. You know, there was just nothing in our marriage that warranted a divorce. So that's, that was very hard for me to wrap my, my head around because it just seemed so unnecessary. And, you know, but like I said, you, we can't control what we can't control. So yeah. I, I had to, you know, I had to take my you know, try to have like an aerial view of everything and then roll the tape out till I'm, you know, 80 years old or a hundred or however long God gives me on this earth and know that I didn't want to wake up and think that I had more to give and, and quit. And I didn't want that for my kids. So now, you know, I, I can look at my kids when they're sad about their parents not being married or, you know, having to spend Christmases, you know, with one parent, not the other. I can look at them and be like, yeah, I know this does suck. It sucks really bad. And, uh, you know, but it hurts me too. And I'm right there with you. And, you know, we're, we just got to get through this together and we're always going to love your dad. And, you know, and I mean, just them being respectful of him, even when it's hard. And I have a 14 year old, so (laughs) it is very hard sometimes, you know, just that. Yeah. That was, that's a, that's a tough, that's a tough age. (laughs) <laughs> it's a tough age. Yeah. And, you know, my oldest is, you know, obviously she's grown, but she, de- I mean, I remember when she was 14, that's right when we were getting divorced. And it, it's an age that, you know, it's just a, spe- it's a special age <laughs> for so many reasons. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just nice talking about it. it. You're very kind. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, I, I, I live with these children. So, <laughs> you know, yes. um, but I, it's just, trying to protect trying to help her protect and see her and her dad's relationship as you know something special I lost my dad in November you know to cancer and you know I miss him every day yeah thank you you know he and I definitely struggled at times because we were so much alike that we butted heads and so you know you see those similarities with your kids and yourself and your kids with your you know partner husband ex whatever and sometimes it does definitely form a budding of the head, but it's also something that's really, really, really cool to see those similarities with your parent. And some of my favorite things about myself are reflections of my dad. And, you know, I, I want my kids to have the best relationship they can 
with their father. So whatever yeah. I can do to help facilitate that is what I'm trying to do. And it's a daily, you know, it's a daily thing. There's, you know, it's just stuff. People have stuff. We all have it. It's life. And, you know, well, and doing it just that, makes you really thankful when things are good. It, it does. <laughs> and when you do that, it, it really does shape your kids. Your kids are, even though you don't see it and feel it now, they're going to absolutely appreciate the way that you handled this because it takes a strong woman to do that and to put your kids first at all costs. I mean, I come, I was a single mother too, and I, it was very hard for me not to bad mouth or, you know, so it really, yeah, it's, you're just it's very them. tempting at times. Yes. But it's, it's yeah, really but it definitely, sh- yeah, but it definitely shows, like Brandy said, what a strong woman you are because we see Julia on the show and she is very mature for her age. Even, you know, when, when she's talking about her mom, you know, dating one of her friends, like she comes across as such an intelligent, mature young woman. Like she yes, handled she it very well. She, she was able to talk to you about it. Like it really shows the relationship that you do have with your children. Oh, she is a rock star. Let me tell you, Julia and I are like as tight as ticks. I mean, you know, it's it's a weird transition when your kid, you know, is like graduating in life from like, you know, kid to adult. And she's obviously it's, still, you know, getting her bearings in that regard. But, you know, a lot of what you saw on the show of her, uh, like kind of like just that angst and trying to figure things out. We were going through just personally so much and that came out really like she was just kind of channeling her. It, it was, you know, of course my dad had just passed away a month prior. Um, it was the first time I was dating anyone and she had broken up with her boyfriend of four years, like literally one month before. And she tried to get right together with him. And he was like, no, even though she's the one that broke up with him. So there was all of these, I mean, and she was moving out to Miami to, you know, start her modeling career. So there was all of these life changes happening at once. And it was a very easy target at the time for her to be like, yeah, I don't want you dating my friend. You know, like she right. definitely mm-hmm. played up the friend thing a little, but, you know, it took us probably, I would say four weeks, three or four weeks to kind of navigate those waters before things were very much back on track with us. And like I said, you know, like life is life. You go through stuff, you do the best you can. And, you know, it's, there's learning curves for all of us, parents included for sure. But she is such a, a good kid. I mean, like I call her kid, you know, because she's mine, but she has such a level head on her shoulders. I could not be more proud of her. She literally, like, she's just so wise beyond her years, and she's always been such an old soul. I'm, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed that she's my child. Like, I'm, isn't it so, isn't it so neat just to see these little moments in, in time when she's growing up, and your relationship is crossing over from the mom, the disciplinarian, almost to you know, more of a friendship, which is weird in yes. the aspect, <laughs> you know? It is. But, it totally is. But just to see these little tidbits of her shine and the way she portrays herself, you just sit back and you're like, 
shit. I did it, man. <laughs> I did a good uh, job. <laughs> I, I did it. Yes. Let, let me tell you, I had her at 19. I mean, it is, it, parenting is hard any way, shape or form, but to have a baby as a baby and as a yeah. single mom, when you're like, you know, not even legally allowed to drink it is, <laughs> you know, the fact that she turned out, I'm like, Jesus, thank you. Oh my goodness. Like I, <laughs> So did not deserve this grace, but I am so thankful for it. And oh my gosh, thank you for not giving me a kid like me because I was such a nightmare. Such a yeah, nightmare. Because you need those drinks when you're raising these kids. Believe me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's like medicinal at that point. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. Through, through all this, you know, even after the show and really just after the divorce and trying to get you back to you and to know you again, what was the best, what was the best moment after all this crap that you were endured coming out of all this? What do you like about yourself? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I do like myself in general. I, I will tell you when I was, oh, it's been since 2012. So six years ago now, um, I had, I was up all night one night. I was praying. My, my youngest was one and not sleeping. The child did not sleep for four years. I'm not kidding. Um, so I was up all night and I was just praying and, you know, Seeking the, seeking the Lord on a, a number of different things. One of those was like Josh's free agency coming up the following year. There was just a lot of things I needed some answers to. And I had this really insane night, I feel like, with the Lord where he showed me my identity and who he created me to be. And it was so freeing and so like revelatory in so many ways. That if I, I mean, if I hadn't had that, I, I don't know how well I would have done with the divorce and, uh, you know, not being known as, as Josh's wife or my kids' moms, but just being Katie and just being myself and being assured that that's enough and that God loves me, like right where I am, you know, flawed and everything. Like he knew me before the foundations of the world and, you know, chose me. It was the most freeing thing and it built so much confidence just in myself because I could just rest in him knowing that he approved of me. And I feel like that's been one of like the greatest gifts I've ever received in life and has given me so much sustenance, like throughout all of the the madness, you know, that was the relapses and the divorce and just the aftermath that comes with that and still like living that out every day because being divorced is, you know, being married has its challenges. Being divorced for me has, has had a whole host of additional challenges. You know, the stuff that was a challenge when we were married, all that stuff would still be there, you know, because we still have to communicate. We still have to talk. But, you know, but you have a whole, I, I feel like a, a whole host of additional things to deal with as, as a divorced person. So um, I would say just, you know, hearing from the Lord on who I am and who he created me to be was the most freeing experience and has just given me so much peace to go through this whole journey of insanity or what would be insanity if I hadn't experienced that. 
So I know it's like way too much to unpack in one podcast, but in a nutshell, that's, <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> no, that was perfect. I mean, that was like such a powerful like moment that you just spoke about. I mean, I'm like, I kind of got tilted a little bit over here. Like that was, I think that definitely summed summed it up, like how you're able to just be so down to earth and like relatable, even though you've gone through like, you know, many lives of experiences. I really have. I mean, we just, we just have to tip of the iceberg, y'all. So I don't know, maybe, I, you know, maybe we'll have another opportunity to sit and chat and, you know, go through more fun memories together. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you have been, you really are a such, you are a delight. You are very sweet and kind yeah. and generous. Cool. And you can yeah. tell it through through your voice and your tone, and you are you're just a little breath of fresh air, Miss Kate. <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all are too sweet. Thank you. I, let, let's talk every day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hope that this is not the end of you on TV. I really, gosh, if I could yeah. push for Dallas, I really would. It would just I know. Well, well, be such a it would be such yeah. a boss move to see your ass on that show, <laughs> doing it by yourself and owning it, you know? Oh, well, listen, I have a lot to share with these ladies if that ever happens, because they need to explain to me why all of the drama at every event, like Dallas is supposed <laughs> to be like Southern and like, you know, polite uh, with some, you know, tacting tooth. And I'm like, where, where, where is that? That's it, it's <laughs> just not happening. <laughs> And it needs to be. So, yes, I, I would agree. I could, I would definitely shake things up if nothing, if nothing else. Yes. Well, and you, you'll just have a whole different, you would have so much to offer that show with your, with your life and what you've gone through and everything. I mean. Yes. And the, and the you, positive it, energy. Yes. Yeah, I, you know what, that is, I will say, now I'm not saying I can, I can bring this to the table, but somebody out there could, the positive, the, like, they need somebody positive, they need some, they need a positive vibe, positive energy, some, something to just break up that negative world that they're in. I, I honestly, like, that, no, it, that absolutely needs to happen. I, I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. Maybe there, I know there are maybe two new cast members this year, I think. There's at least one. Um, yeah, yeah two, but I'm, I'm hoping those ladies can no, bring. I, <laughs> not, no, it's, it's no, a no, no, it's a no-go. No, it's a no. The, the new one, the new one I, I really like the fact that she is a Mexican and her husband is, and that is awesome because we only, you know, we don't have a lot yeah. of color in the housewives outside of you've got Atlanta and Potomac, but then it's mm -hmm. kind of like black cast and white cast. And it's nice to see them all, you know, all together. I oh, like for that. sure. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Totally. Um, um, and then another thing is I just, you know, you could be you and Stephanie, because the thing is Stephanie, she's the bright light in that show and it's not bright enough because there's so much there's so much you know, negativity. negativity yeah yeah she needs a wingman for sure yeah um, you know or somebody like to help balance like to round it out I agree she is positive and she's beautiful and I think she's just I think she's very 
very, very sweet. At least that's how it appears. But she does. She needs some moral support because, you know, one against five or six is just, you know, it's going to always be lopsided because there are some great big personalities on that show. And I'm, I mean, I have a big personality too, so I get it. But, you know, it's, she, she needs a buddy. Does Stephanie definitely need yes. a buddy? <laughs> Yes, she does. Well, we're gonna start she needs a blonde. She needs a blonde campaign. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, how about she, we start a campaign for you? That's what we're gonna start doing. Hey, <laughs> let's let's do it. You know what? What do I have to lose? Life is short. You gotta live it to the fullest. So that's <laughs> right. Well, I appreciate everything, Darnell, and I appreciate you coming on here and being so open and raw. You're one of the only guests that we've had on here that have really just been so open. So open, us. yes, yes. It's my pleasure, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. So thank where, you. Where can our listeners find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, and I think I'm on Facebook and Twitter. I'm just not as active, but Instagram is my main social media, and they can find me at Katie Hamilton 32 Perfect. Okay. All right, good. All right. And then I well we're gonna we're gonna be in touch with you because we wanna see more of you. Oh, thank you. Y'all are so sweet. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. This was this is definitely a great way to start the week. So thank you for having me. Okay. Yeah, thank, thank you for my quiet. Thank you and we wish you all the best and we'll talk to you later. Sounds great. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye bye.